Hi and welcome to Let's Run Social podcast, the second podcast of the of the season. I hope you listened to last week's, which was um, about local businesses and boosting posts and why you shouldn't do it. This week, we are going to start off the second episode of this podcast. We're about Facebook advertising, but there's one massive thing that we want to discuss before we do anything to do with Facebook advertising, and that is what's going on with your website and your conversion and your funnel at your end, because this is really, really important, because it comes up all the time with our, with our clients, is that we'll go through all the testing, doing everything we want to do, to then only realize that they have got bottlenecks in the whole thing. So this is probably gonna lead into maybe another third and fourth episode where we're gonna talk about lead generation, we're gonna talk about e-com. But this is gonna be a sort of 10 minute overview of what we mean by the funnel the bottlenecks and why it's going to stop you making the money you can make and stop the, the, the client from blaming the agency and pointing fingers when it's stuff that kind of goes out of our hands. So where should we kick off then really? Explaining the funnel? Yeah, so if I was to say to you, if I was to ask you what is a funnel, what would you okay, say? Okay, so the funnel is whatever you're doing at the top of funnel, whether that's Facebook advertising, uh, Instagram advertising, pay-per-click, Google AdWords, whatever it is, you've got that coming at the top of the funnel. And then what's happening at the bottom is essentially you are the, if you're in lead generation, getting a, a lead. If you're in e-com, getting an order. That's all you're interested in. So when you're in paid advertising, all our, all we're interested in doing is getting a return for our for our client. So that's one one pound in. How much can we get out? Can we get you six pounds out, seven pounds out, thirty pounds out for every pound you spend, which is the return on ad spend. But we'll test and test and test audiences, all these things. Let's let's start off with a, a standard e-com. So. We've got a Facebook ad and it's saying, hey, buy these black jeans. So they, you're, you're sitting on, the consumer sitting on their phone and they see an advert for, hey, look at these black jeans, you'll love them. So they click through. So we then look at the, the click through conversion rate. Mm -hmm. That then goes to, should go to the black jeans on the website. First problem is people are in the old habit of sending them to a homepage, which yeah. means that that person is automatically going to bounce. We call it bouncing because they have then gone, oh, but where's the black not, jeans? Yeah, they're not seeing something that they expected to see. I had it with a big brand the other day. Did you? That I was like, I even went back on my cursor to go, really? Have they actually taken me there? And oh, they really? clicked it again. What, and to went, double check that yeah. the ad was different to... And I was like, they've actually done that. They've actually sent me to something that's nothing to do with what the product I was ad being advertised, which is really bad, but really common. Yeah. Really common. Well, your bounce rate's just going to be ridiculous. Even a client last week, one of the jewellery clients, they said, oh, when you set these ads up, can you just make sure they're all going to the actual product pages? And I was like, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that, that's having, they're having to reiterate it. So you get people going through to the product page. And so let's say we've had 100 clicks and we're getting a 4% click-through rate. They've gone to the product page. Then the next thing we're looking for on e-com is that we want them to add to cart. And we're wanting at least 10%, 10% on average to add to cart. So out of the 100, pe 100 people, 10 of them have added to cart. If they're below that, we need to think about why they haven't added to cart, why are they bouncing 
on the product pages. Of the 10% that click through, we want them to then initiate checkout. And that's initiate checkout for everyone listening is basically going to, you've pressed added to cart one item and then it will take you through to checkout. But this is where something else happens where we hit websites where they don't even have an automatic checkout pop-up. You've got to go to the top of the page and this is common as well. Find your basket, yeah. click on the basket to get it into your basket to then go, yep, yeah, well, I'm happy to go to checkout. What do you mean? So like if you were looking at products and then you press add to cart, it's not obvious? No. Yeah. They're not following a flow, so no. a flow. So they're making the consumer have to think. But have I actually added it to my cart? Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Do you? Oh, so no, Shopify and stuff like that. I would assume most of the time they do do it, but sometimes they don't. People it change depends things. on the things and people choose, isn't it? So we want then fifty-five percent of the people who've added to cart to go through to initiate checkout, and mm. of those fifty-five percent, we want eighty-five percent to buy the product. And on average, when we do it with our e-commerce clients, they're always sitting between 60 and 70% will go from initiate checkout to, so they're not too far off, they need to increase another 10%. Then that person's got an order. But what happens is the client then comes back to us and says, um, I'm not getting the return on investment I need. We look at that whole conveyor belt and go, right, yeah, 10% are adding to cart. You've got X amount, 45% initiate checkout, not too bad, we can make it better. But then only 40% opposed to 85, so more than half, aren't purchasing. There's, we can't, everything we've done our end has hit our above average, as the figures go. They have to fix that conversion yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what we mean by all this is that funnel and that bounce and why you need to look at what you're doing on your side opposed to blaming the agency is have you already got a funnel that works and converts before you take on an agency and spend money? Yeah. Because it's just, it's a Facebook ads don't, Yeah, Facebook ads don't fix problems. They amplify and allow you to predictably get results once you know how your funnel's converting. Yeah, which is, the, which is scaling. Yeah. Which is another episode altogether because that's, that's a yeah. whole other world of why scaling is just not as easy as we really want it to be. So we've got the sales funnel that is basically taking a stranger, more often than not, to becoming yeah. a customer or a lead. Um, but then I think sometimes that's confused with like a marketing funnel, which is where you've got that customer journey from not, you know, this person doesn't know that brand yet to hopefully becoming a funnel. And then there's lots of stages throughout that, like the awareness, the consideration and that's where then the ads need to be tailored for that audience at that moment in time yeah so we'll always test the sell for a cold audience but some things probably well definitely more so with lead gen is you've got to warm them up yeah and get the awareness out yeah. and th build that know like and trust and this is where a lot of clients will go from, I want somebody that doesn't know me, I want to get as many leads as quickly as possible, um, but they don't have all of that stuff in place to build that know, like, and trust first. Especially if you're thinking of like a high ticket lead gen client if, who potentially is selling a, a high ticket product for three and a half grand, trying to push that out to somebody completely cold is very unlikely going to happen. Yeah. Well, it's the same as e-com though, isn't it? 
Yeah. Like you know, you know what pro- we've got products from our clients that we sort of took on and went. I had no idea they were going to be as successful as they have been. But it comes down to it comes down to how much that that, that product is. How much? Like look at that guttering company. So they'll sell. We were just only talking this morning about the results because we. It's the first of the month, second of the month. So it's right report day, all that stuff. And they've been, they've got, they're getting a 16 return on their investment selling guttering to go around the houses, not the plastic stuff, like the nice stuff, from, from ads on Facebook. Is that, is that combined, like their top, middle and bottom of the funnel? Yeah. Yeah. So it's all those parts working together, isn't it? But there's hardly any education on that, though. No. Like we're doing top of funnel of, hey, this looks great, and then we're collecting stuff at bottom of funnel. Yeah. So that's what we also mean when you hear us, you'll hear us a lot through all these podcasts saying top, middle, and bottom. Top, building building awareness. Middle, consideration. Bottom of funnel is getting a conversion. Yeah. And it just varies on the product, and that's not to differentiate e-com and lead gen, or I guess a better way to describe lead gen would be somebody that's providing a service or an info product or a training course or something like that yeah it's much you know what guttering is pretty much most people already know that don't they so there's less of that education piece than it's like a tailored bespoke offering or you know you know what a a curry kit's gonna do so it's a lot easier to sell that off the bat to, to cold whereas with a coaching course it's what actually am I going to get out of that? Who is this person? Who is it? Like, do are they even qualified to teach me this stuff? And there's so many different people out there that are doing it. That's why that is often a more longer funnel. And then you've got the whole um, email nurturing and all that stuff on the back well, end. Well, lead gen, he's into doing podcasts, isn't it? Yeah. This is why you know, yeah. we do this because people are going to be listening to this. Yeah. And at some point they're going to see, listen to this in their car or whatever, and they're going to see other stuff and go, actually, these guys. I actually trust what these guys are saying. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Not that we're just on there talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just made it all up. We're just making it up. Yeah, we just where's, read it on the back of the that, bag packet. Where's that book? <laughs> on, on, yeah, Let so, me just check Google quickly. But that's what needs to go into it, doesn't it? From a lead gen point of view. And that's, I suppose, from an education process of the lead gen customers we've got, you're always having to educate them. Yes. It's very rare that they come on and go, I know exactly what I'm doing, just run the ads for me. Yeah. But it's like what you said about e-com when you're talking about the, the ad, the click, the landing page, the add to cart. That's exactly the same with lead gen in ad, click, opt-in, um, how many people are opting in from the landing page view, how many people are opening my emails, because mm. more often than not, because it is that high ticket, it's going to happen on what I call the back end, which is the email nurture and then that's going to lead into either like a phone call or a webinar how many people are getting on the webinar how many people are opting in after the webinar how many people are getting on phone calls so it's working all of those things out those conversions and those numbers before running ads because until you know that unless you've got a load of money which is like you can actually just chuck a load of money in for a test yeah and actually get that traffic going quickly and then take a step back and go right okay so we spent 500 quid this, these were the amount, uh, this is the amount of clicks and of that I can now work back and calculate if I was to do that again that's how much money I would have to spend yeah so for the person listening to this whether they've got an e-com thinking of an e-com or they've got an e-com or thinking of lead gen or they're already doing lead gen if they're wanting to go out and 
try themselves, fine, but pay for an agency, different story altogether because there's fees. They need to, if you're right at the beginning, you need to expect that the right agency, the right agency, will start running things and then start throwing back stuff back at you to say, these are the bottlenecks. And what we mean by a bottleneck is everything's working well and then there's a drop in that funnel. The conversion's not there. So we found out that the add to cart or the email subscribe for a landing page for, e for a lead gen yeah. isn't working. That's the bottleneck. Yeah. How do you fix those bottlenecks? But also realizing that if you're in an agency, unless you're paying enough money, that agency is going to kick it back to you. Mm -hmm. Or you pay the agency more money to help fix it if that agent's going to be do it, able yeah. to do it. But loads of the time, a lot of the agencies can't even bother to do any of that. They're just like, well, pay us, we'll run your ads, pay us, we'll run your ads, and then you're stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it could be that it could be a, a tweak to a headline on a landing page. And that's another podcast, how to optimize a landing page. Well, they said that the, the stats say that the best landing pages is just title, button, or form. Nothing else on it. You've seen the ad, oh, I'm interested in that. Next page, hey, you still interested in what you just read? Click here. What is like, do you mean as like a, like a free opt-in lead yeah, yeah, type of thing? Yeah. Literally, yeah, yeah. no more explaining. Yeah. If you then got costs, if, if you're then trying to sell something, then I guess it would be a longer sales page. It's all then. testing, isn't it? Yeah. Like when anyone says, Swiss, oh, do you think this will work? Do you think it will I don't know. The, yeah, I can, I can lie to you if you want and say, I really like that image, so that's going to work really well. Often, actually, the stats can be completely different to what you expect. I like static. A one static image, I think, works pretty <laughs> well. What? On what, what, on what? On Facebook. What? On, 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 Facebook any, feed on, any, on any ad? I, a lot of the time, I always, I always start seeing the, the static feed work. Saying that, like video, video creates great engagement, but less clicks. But then a big, big business, a big insurance company we've just done some work for, their test, the static image worked, when we rolled out with a lot of thousands of pounds, the, the the video worked for clicks, which completely yeah. I just think you can't call it until you. I, you, went, every, against, I went against that. Yeah, I was explaining to the client which one I think would work. Yeah, you just don't know because every client, every audience is different. It's like that. My client that I worked with recently, we had we had two videos of her just talking to camera, talking about her course. We had I had two images just plain images with nothing on and then two graphics with no and then images with text on and then just images with text on so sorry photos with text on yeah and then just graphics with just text yeah and testing probably got up to about 10 audiences with all of those different things video one every single time the same video really yeah how long was the video uh less than 30 seconds and that was getting the click-throughs as well. See, that's the thing, because a load of stuff we see is videos starting to not get the click-throughs, but great for the engagement. Because it, because when you're thinking someone's on their feed, they're, they're having a look through, and, and Facebook wants to keep people on the platform by engaging to them. But I will not, a lot of the time, I won't click through, but I suppose it just depends what the video is about and what the CTA on that video is. And it just depends on the video, doesn't it? Like. 
I, and again, that would be another podcast that I'd love to do is, is effective video in Facebook ads because then you're going into like, okay, so actually, so 30 seconds, never longer than a minute. The first three seconds are so important. You'll get brands that are so big on getting their brand out there that they want an intro mm -hmm. before the video even starts, like with a graphic or, well, you've already lost me. I've scored by. Whereas if you've got, with my client, it was straight in, do you want to grow your business? That was the first thing she said. Yeah, you've got three seconds. I'm, 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 I'm in, I'm hooked. Yeah, yeah. So it's testing I like, I like video. Whole, like, stop scrolling. Yeah. Which I use, like stop yeah. scrolling, you need to listen to this. Listen to this, yeah. Oh, do you want this? So within like four seconds, because mm. you've got three, it's a three, what we call the three second scroll. Yes. It's got so how long you've got in three seconds. So that's, yeah, so we've created some more podcasts just for that conversation. So we'll round this up now because we want to talk about the lead gen and the, and the conversion rates on the next one. Yeah. So e-com or lead gen, well, the next two will be about e-com or lead gen, specifically about this sort of funnel. Yeah. But for anyone listening to this now, they need to, you need to go away and you need to, if you're doing anything already, if you haven't done anything, there's nothing you can look at. But if you've already done some stuff with Google AdWords or you've tried a bit of Facebook and stuff, see where those bottlenecks are. Yeah. How many Absolutely. people are coming through to the landing page? How many people are adding to cart or entering their email address? And how would people do that for those that are really new to it? So when you're saying about, you know, look at landing page stats, is it looking at um, like using Google Analytics and tools like that? If they've even got it set up. Yeah. So this is the thing is, if you're, if you're at the stage where, this is where you need to speak to people who know what they're talking about agencies because a lot of the time they don't know what they're talking about unless they've got the right sort of business acumen that they've already got to that sort of stage yeah otherwise it's really hard but at least a few times a week we'll get a, i'll get a, from an econ point of view and they're like oh can you just have a look at this i'll add if they if, so if they've done any facebook advertising already i'll go into it i've got one today actually i'll go into it have a look at what they're doing and automatically within five minutes we're going to work those sums out yeah and go back to them and say this, 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 and yeah. this need fixing. Yeah, we're happy to work with you. We really see some good stuff that will come from your product. Mm -hmm. But all you're going to do is moan in a month's time because, yeah, nothing we're doing is wrong. We're driving the right traffic. Yeah. we're getting the right landing page hits. We're doing all this lot, but then there's bottlenecks which yeah. stop you from making your money. So I guess for the listeners, if they want to go away and look at this already right now in their business and they're not running ads because a lot of the data that we've spoken about today has been from reviewing ad data there are other ways of doing it so i mean you're better on shopify than me but you can go into shopify can't you, and see all yeah. of those stats if you do if you if you know google analytics you can set that up so you don't have to have be running ads already to know this data and you definitely want to know this before you run ads yeah you've just got to make the journey as easy as possible the minute that consumer or that user whatever you want to call them the minute they have to think they'll bounce yeah and like you know we've had we've had a cake company who's just like literally on the end of his seat just like i'm gonna have to close my business down and i've looked at it looked at the money spending and he's i've literally just gone when they press add to cart nothing happens right, like okay. i'm actually having to think about where i go all you need to do is go add to cart and then that button changes into click checkout it's, user, it's feedback isn't it you just need some sort of feedback and then they'll click click out and it'll go through to the initial checkout page yeah and he was just like oh my god oh my god i can't believe that's what we haven't done yeah and i can't believe the web developer hasn't 
picked up on this. Oh, that's a whole other ranty podcast. Jesus that is. Christ. Crappy web, web So remember this when you go in to get a web, you're thinking, very, very rarely does the web developer understand conversion yeah. on a website. You want a web, yeah. You want a, a web developer that specializes in conversion, building pages for conversion. Not just building a website because WordPress. Yeah, because I, 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 I built a WordPress website 10 years ago and I'm still building it in the same way. Which is right. Which, which is, is what basically what happens because yeah. people will will pay it, um, but it's just doing a massive disservice to to people's businesses. Twenty minutes this has been going for now. God, it's amazing. I wonder if people are still there listening to us or if they've got bored by now. So Hopefully not. Going, Hopefully, now on a three hour journey. <laughs> any any chance we can do some more? Yeah. Um, hopefully. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that um, those of you that are listening are getting value from this. Absolutely, and um, we'd love to hear your feedback and anything that you do want to know. We can just put it into a podcast because we are pretty much starting from a very clean slate, aren't we? Exactly. Exactly. But it's good. The more that we do this, the more it kind of just it will evolve. And we've already probably got now like four different podcasts that we can subjects. Is it a pod? It's a podcast episode, isn't it? We're not yeah. going to create lots of different podcasts. Yeah, yeah podcast episode. Podcast, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for your time. Hope it helps. Hope you get something from it. You're probably thinking now I need to get back and have a look at all the stats and stuff the like figures, that. Yeah. Um, if you do need us to have a have a look, call the office. Let's run social dot com, and uh, we can do go from there. Peace out, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye.